not about politics, it's about football. This is a simple game. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to pass the ball. He's just going to play football, really. How good of a football player are you? I just get it and try to spin it. That's all. I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Instagram Football Desk. I'm Trevor Sikama. That is Mike Renner. It's a Thursday edition of the show, which means it's trivia Thursday. Mike, we got some revenge on yeah. the line here. You weren't here for it last yeah. week. You abandoned us. No, I mean, I can, I can, I hold myself responsible. Truthfully, I, I know you were the ones playing, but it's my fault that we lost. It is. It is. You should have been here. Yeah. You should have been here. You know the deal. No vacations during football season. And this is what happens when you do. I wasn't technically on vacation. No, you were visiting your family. But I was just no, you're visiting I was your working. I'm, but, yeah. I'm giving you shit. I'm giving you shit, obviously. Um, but last week was a lot of fun. Getting to do uh, trivia with Seth was a good time. But we are glad to have you back in the trivia seat because the whole reason why we started to do trivia, I think it was your idea. You were like, hey, let's get some trivia because you're a big yeah. trivia guy. We're down in the standings, my friend. I know. For the first time this season, I believe the record is two wins here on the set with me and Mike or me and whoever it's been. Three wins for the chat, and then we got three ties as well. We've eliminated one contested tie on the Javante Williams. That's true. Uh, That's true. We're still waiting for an official ruling on Mm -hmm. that one that we might get to later in the year. But as of right now, we got two wins. The chats got three wins. Shout out to everybody who's watching the show. Join us on a trivia Thursday. We're not just talking trivia. Mike and I also. We wanted to do some mid-season awards, but we were kind of tired of doing it in the same way that a lot of other people do it. Like, we talked so much about MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year. We talked already so much about those awards. So we made up our own. We made up our own. We have 10 unique mid-season awards, which is a unique, creative way that we're going to have on here to recognize some of the best players in the NFL so far this season. We're going to preview the Titanic matchup in the NFC South going on tonight between the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons. Playoff implications. Playoff implications. That's all you need to know. Don't you forget it. Winner of this game could be destined to win the division. Could be hanging a banner later this year. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about it. Shout out to Daniel Sauter, who was our chat champ from yesterday. Uh, already see him in the chat now. Daniel, three-time. Three-time, three-time chat champion on the season. So, obviously, it's a fun day to be the chat champions. You represent the chat in trivia. Now we're going to get the boys in the production portal in here on the show. Quinn, I know you represent the guys behind you. How you guys feeling today? I hate to well-actually you right off the bat. Uh-huh. But well-actually, I think uh, it's 2-2-3. Two, two, and three. Is it 2-2-3? Two, two, oh, yeah, it is tied. Yeah. What's up? I thought too many ties, no, but I again, no that. more ties. I thought, I thought so we were ahead. That's, that was were we ahead going into last week? So it's two, yeah. two, 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 and three. Look, you can well actually me all that. That's very welcome because it means that we're actually tied with the chat. Yeah. Chat's gonna be pissed that I said it's two to three, and now it's actually two to two. We'll probably have to go back to the tape to get an official ruling for next week's show. Make sure we got it right. But as of right now, heck, I'll create more drama. Two wins on the set. Two wins for the chat. Winner of this one. Take its sole possession of the division lead. Yeah. Much like Carolina Atlanta. Mm, great segue. <laughs> Quinn, we have a question of the day to get us warmed <laughs> up for trivia. We do, and I don't love these like bad Thursday night matchups because it makes trying to find questions of the day a little mm. bit harder. But 
We do have one yes. about tonight's game. Yes. Sort of. How many players rank ahead of DJ Moore in receiving yards since Moore entered the league in 2018? Oh, this is a good question. This is a good question here. DJ Moore's got three 1,000-yard seasons, two 1,000-yard seasons. It's at least two. It might be three. This is really scraping the bottom of the barrel for trivia. Questions. Come on. It is. That's I'm what I'm saying. saying. Like, you get a game with like a lot of good players and a lot of good yeah. storylines. It's a yeah. lot easier to find a good question based off of that. Hypothetical Green Bay Packer, great DJ Moore. Yeah, could have been. Uh, <laughs> and he started naming Tyreek Hill. How many players rank ahead of DJ Moore? Devonta Adams. So they have to have been probably drafted at least in 2018. Yeah. Or before. Same year, Calvin Ridley probably would have if he didn't gamble. I think first. here's the question. Is it, do we have more than 10? Do you think we've got more than 10 receivers? Stephon Diggs. Uh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Can I ask for some clarification here? Yeah, go ahead. Do tight ends count? Yeah. Okay. Any any position. Kelsey, Could be a kicker. So Kelsey's absolutely in there. Yeah. So Travis Kelsey's in there. Um, Tyreek. Tyreek. Devontae. Devontae. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Mike Evans. Um, that's at least five. Odell has missed time. DeAndre Hopkins has missed time. I don't think Justin Jefferson's going to have... Oh, would Jefferson no, have No, it's two years. I, yeah, two, two years. years. If it was one year, he probably would have had him. Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup, probably. You think probably in there? So that's six? Yeah. Gosh, why is it so hard to think of receivers when you have to like just think of volume receivers? <laughs> um, Tyler Lockett? I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say Michael Thomas. He's missed too much time. Yeah. I probably wouldn't say Tyler Lockett, but maybe. Okay. I think that's a fringe one. Wouldn't say DK Metcalf. Too early. Too early. Um, All right, we can still on it. Julio's missed too much time. Yep. He just fell off cliff. Yep. Um, I guess we could stew on it. Ooh, what about Amari Cooper? Maybe? Yeah, I'd say Cooper. Cooper probably in there? Yeah. All right, so that's eight. Okay. I think we're right around that number. Me yeah. saying, like, is he Maybe top ten? I think that that's a, that's that's a good conversation here. What, what, what are people in the chat guessing? We got a lot of early guesses here. Gustavo says nine. Daniel, the chat champ, says six. Brandon Cooks probably six. got up there. Oh, yeah. Cooks Sneaky probably won. So that would be yards. nine potential right there. Eight or nine. Zach says eight. Hurricane Ditka, 55, says seven. Mm-hmm. Philip Cross is 17. Wow. That's I, I think it's probably like like the 12 to 13. Big Stowe says 14. JM saying four. It's more than four. Bonkers saying five. It's more than five. Hmm. Mm, we got a Nathan saying 12. I kind of like that guess yeah, there. I think I, I like there. I like like 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm honing in on. Don't have to give our final guess until the end of the show, but I think we're probably honing in right beyond 10. So how many receivers have more receiving yards than DJ Moore? Since 2018. That's a good question. Come on, that's a good question. We got the yeah, okay, that's flowing. good. Yeah. We got the juices flowing. We got to, you really we got to get ready for it. Made you think. No, we got ready for it. All right, let's get into some of these midseason awards. This is a fun segment that we came up with uh, earlier this week where we wanted to give some recognition to some of the best players in the NFL and how they are performing this year. But we wanted to be creative with it, right? We're always trying to be creative on this show. So Mike and I each came up with five of our own awards. And they can be anything. They can be given to a front office member, a coach, a player. And the accomplishments, the recognition, the criteria of the award could be whatever we want. And I think that that's going to come out in the name of the award here. So as you see, we're rolling out the red carpet. We're giving away. It's just football's mid-season awards. I like the Ooh, we're really, uh, 
splurged for some it's graphics. Good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Guys in the production portal, we love to see it. All right, Mike, what is your first midseason award that you want to give away? Here? I want to give away an award to the best player who everyone thought was bad, mm-hmm. but is actually now good. Oh, I like the title. I like the title. Hotly contested, yes. let's say. Tua Tungvaluwa in the mix for that oh, yeah, one. Correct. Andrew Thomas, Giants left tackle in the yes. mix for that. Eli Good. Apple, Bengals corner, hometown hero, having a great season in the mix for that. But the winner of the best player who ever thought was bad was actually good. Award. Gino Smith. There we go. Good Fourth job, Gino. highest graded quarterback in the NFL. No fluke either. No surrounding supporting cast. No... I mean, it's a good supporting cast, sure. Let's, let's say that for the wide receiver position. But this isn't, you know, he doesn't get that Tua Tungvaluwa bump. He doesn't get the Jimmy G bump that he gets in San Francisco. No play action bump with an awesome run game because he is the third highest graded quarterback, actually, when no play action in just straight drop back passes this year. Fourth in big time throws. It is for real. Geno Smith has arrived. Better late than never, Geno. Best player who ever thought is actually bad. But actually good. This is great. This is, this is a good award. Good way to give some recognition to Geno Smith. We're not just calling it the Comeback Player of the Year award. It was You could you could have called this the people wrote him off, but he ain't right back, though, yeah. kind of okay. award. Which That's would have been yeah. right there for him. Oh. He would have been a runaway for that one. Of though. course, because it would have been his award. But I'm sweet. saying, since yeah. he won it, you could have called it this one because it was exactly that. It was exactly what he said at the beginning of the season. He's been playing incredibly well. You love a good comeback story that isn't just this fluff story like yeah. he's he's making the Seahawks a legit contender and as we've talked about the draft as we've talked about the offseason this upcoming quarterback class people go hey what about Seattle in the mix there well Gino looking pretty good I don't mm-hmm. want to tell you they're not going to be desperate to go get a quarterback because of how good Geno Smith has looked my first award I'm calling this the one man army award okay this is somebody who is truly putting the team on his back of good candidates for this award a lot of running backs that i thought were up for this award nick chubb certainly is up there in a lot of different categories but the browns do have some talent around him they have a good offensive line so i was like you know for as good as nick chubb has been as much as they've leaned on him they still got some talent around him derrick henry another contender for this award derrick henry mm-hmm. having a massive year we know that's the major identity of the tennessee titans receiving core isn't as good as it's been in years past but even still i'm given the one-man army award to Damian Pierce. Ooh. The Houston Texans stink on offense. Okay. There is nothing to write home about. People are trying to make Davis Mills a thing. He's not. The O-line, it's not good outside of outside of Laramie Tunsil. And yet, we continue to at least have one eye on Houston Texans games when they're on on Sundays. Why? This man right here. Folks, this is a rookie. This is a rookie who wasn't picked in the first round, wasn't picked in the second round, wasn't picked in the third round. Damian Pierce, 148 carries this year, which is fifth in the NFL. Rushing grade is an elite 90.2, which is sixth highest. Yards after contact, 562, and that's third. But here we go. This is the stat that ended up giving him the one-man army award. 93 rushing grade and 18 missed tackles forced when facing eight in the box. That means the team that he is going up against is selling out to stop him, and this man cannot be stopped. Not a lot to write home about for mm-hmm. the Houston, Texas offense, hence them having the number one overall pick right now. But Damian Pierce has been a shining star. I'm giving him that one-man army award. I agree with everything you said, except for the Davis Mills slander. This is Davis Mills slander-free oh, okay. show. Okay, okay. All, right. all right. Sorry, I went too far. Went My too next far. award is called the Worst Player Who Everyone Thought Was Good But Is Actually Bad Award. Kind of the inverse of the award I just gave out. Okay, all right. Holly contested yet again. 
Aaron Rodgers has, at times this season, been in the mix for this. <laughs> Najee Harris, Steelers running back, very much trying to take home this award through oh, his play in the man. midseason. But it's going to have to go to one Matthew Ryan of the Indianapolis oh, Colts. Oh, no. This deal, you just think back to when they made that trade, the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. When they gave up a third rounder. Everyone's like, oh, my God, the Falcons got fleeced, left at the door because of, you know, because they were the left there holding their you-know-what after the Deshaun Watson trade and thought that it was just a panic move. Well, it turns out maybe Matt Ryan had hit a bit of a wall. Two big-time throws to 14 turnover-worthy plays on the season. Has never had fewer big-time throws and turnover plays in a season since his second year in the NFL. A 58.7 passing rate after a 75.9 last season. Matt Ryan, the worst player who ever thought was good was actually. Oh, man. It's tough. Chat is saying Russ. Chat's going heavy on Russ. They were saying Mr. Russ Unlimited. Russ had to be had to be on the ballot here. Unfortunately, I feel like Devin White also should have been on the ballot. You know yeah, Devin we White's in there too. We were, there were a number of names. There, I, there were plenty of names that could have been up for this award. Unfortunately, oh man, it's tough to give it to Matt Ryan. And you know, I had a lot of high hopes for Matt Ryan. I picked the Colts to win this division. I thought that he was going to be a perfect fit for them. I thought that he might have been even the best quarterback that they've had within those bridge quarterbacks, Phillip Rivers included, who I thought that they played well when they had Phillip Rivers. But I thought that this was going to be the year. Matt Ryan still had plenty left in the tank. It's going to be a good Colts offensive line, some nice weapons around him. We were going to figure it out. And holy cow. Uh, did we not? Now I don't I, I don't know exactly how much of the percentage is on the on Matt Ryan for the blame mm-hmm. there. But he hasn't been good. Yeah. As, as much as I would love to say, oh, you know, around him, it hasn't been great either. A lot of that has not been good. Russ has also been bad. Yeah, Ooh, somebody, somebody brought up Baker Mayfield for this one. Mm-hmm. He's in the mix. But I don't think anyone thought he was good. I don't know how, how good you know? people thought that he was going to be. TJ White or TJ also brought up Devin White. Jack said give it to Nashi. Man. Um, well, I, I, people do definitely agree with this one. This one was this one yeah. was tough. Some people are bringing up Leonard Fournette, who has also been bad this mm-hmm. year. But I think the most oh, Philip brought up what about J.C. JC Jackson? Jackson's up there too. That's a big. I looked up J.C. Jackson. Now he's been hurt. Hasn't played a ton this year. Is hurt now. Perfect passer rating allowed on the season. I think. Yeah. Well, I, actually, I don't think it was perfect because what is perfect is one fifty eight point three. And I think he's 154.3. Oh, wow. So he has the Oof. highest passer rating allowed when he has played this year in coverage. And, man, that is a – that's unfortunately Never a good one. sign Pat's corner. Big Stowe said that J.C. Jackson was hurt. He was, but he also – man, he did not play well. He absolutely did not play mm-hmm. well. Okay, my next award. I'm going to go with the Newcomer of the Year award. And I call this Newcomer of the Year because – I didn't want it to just be Offensive Player of the Year or Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year. I didn't want to split it between AFC mm-hmm. and NFC. I wanted to recognize the best rookie this season. And without a doubt, unfortunately, there is a lot of good players who have been playing well this year, but none of them have come close to how well Sauce Garner is playing mm-hmm. with the New York Jets. So this is a little bit like a common award for Rookie of the Year, but I had to give this one to Sauce Garner, and I wanted to take it up a notch not just defensive player of the year overall the best player from this past draft class when you look at things these are rankings versus all coverage players not just rookies 90.4 coverage grade first in the nfl he's played 347 coverage snaps which are the fifth most in the nfl just a 43.5 completion percentage allowed 10 forced incompletions 
44.6 passer rating. Mike, this guy already feels like it's easy to say that Sauce Garner right now is a top 10 corner in the NFL. He could even be starting to get in that conversation for top five, a player that you would build a true defense around. For as much as rookies will come onto the scene and just play very, very well, it feels like every single year, what he is doing this year is so special that I wanted to create a rookie of the year honor that looked even better than just defense and offensive. I had to give him the full title here. Yeah, I think he's the first cornerback to win newcomer of the year since Prince of Mukamara in 2014. Which some people get that joke, some won't. All right, my next award is. Even, what is you, can you repeat it or should you not repeat it? Uh, <laughs> I won't repeat it. Okay, all right. all right. Well, you spoke it too fast, but. Coach of the year award for coaches, though, who okay. have never coached before. Okay, so it's a co- wait. So it's coach of the year mm-hmm. for coaches who have never coached before. I, I was originally also going to give it before recent events to Nathaniel Hackett, but turns out oh. he's coached before, okay. unbeknownst to me. It didn't look like it the first nine weeks of the season, but apparently had to do some research. He has. So this one goes to Jeff Saturday. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> for him. Jeffrey, already taking home some hardware this early on in his career. Hey, you love, love to see, see it. Already winning an um, award. Hasn't even coached one game. Yeah. He's winning so, awards. Coach of the year for the coach who's never coached before, Jeff okay. Saturday. Why don't we just name the award after him? The, the Jeff, Jeff Saturday. Saturday. The Jeff Saturday. Saturday. You yeah. All right, so the Jeff Saturday award goes to none other than Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. Well done. Well done. You were close to giving this one to Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah, he was, he was in the mix, Nathaniel Hackett was, but the record was worse. <laughs> who would have been the uh, yeah, Who would have been the other coaching candidates? I mean, I, would – Josh McDaniels apparently has also coached before. Had to do some research on that, but yes. Mm. You know what we really needed to call it is the uh, Jim Tom Sula Award. You remember yes. when he went one and zero, and they put that graphic up like winning percentage, Highest winning percentage is in one point zero zero zero. Jim Tom Sula Award. Did this happen? Yeah. On like on a broadcast? That? Yeah, that was the they they he had, after his first game they put up highest winning percentage. And it was like him. Uh, was no it? way. Doc like Shula Jim Harbaugh or yeah. whatever, and and then. Who's the 49ers head coach? Like the Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Tom Sula, better. Better than Bill Walsh. There you go. Congratulations to Jeff Saturday. Um, taking, like you said, taking home mm-hmm. an award early on. Hasn't even played a game yet. Already got a tweet off about the Raiders, right? When he yeah. said the Raiders stink, which he wasn't wrong. I want to point that out. Everybody's like, oh, look what Jeff Saturday said about the Raiders. What did he say? The truth? You know? Yes. Give us some hardware. I like it. Okay, my, uh, my next award here. This is the uh, he can't keep getting away with this award, which is basically a way to shout out the general manager of the year and uh, how he has been able to orchestrate all of this. Obviously, that's a that's a, a quote there. He can't keep getting away with this. Everybody who knows good memes knows the Breaking Bad meme there. I'm giving this to Howie Roseman. I have to give it to Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman over the last calendar year has been an absolute titan in the front offense or the front office. And the Eagles are undefeated for it, okay? When you just look at what he has been able to do, trade for A.J. Brown, sign James Bradbury, sign Hassan Reddick, who is second on the team in sacks. I was I should have also mentioned James Bradbury, who uh, leads the NFL in forced incompletions. I believe he has the lowest passer rating allowed when targeted with minimum snaps. A.J. Brown is first in the NFL, in a tied for first with Tyreek Hill. When it comes to PFF receiving grade versus single coverage, Drafted Jordan Davis, who's been an absolute force in the middle when he's been out there and healthy. But on top of that, they got two first-round picks this year. One of them's number six overall from the New Orleans Saints. Projected cap space next year, $11 million. He's not even putting his team in cap space hell to do what he has done this season. It is an absolute 
master class what Howie Roseman has been able to do over the last calendar year to put the Eagles in a spot where, as you see at the very bottom, they are now 8-0. and Yeah. And he said it to the fans, right? He said, you know. You're smiling, so are you supposed to not say this as well? No, 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 no. I'm oh, okay. saying, like, okay. the, the clip of him talking to the Eagles fans, he's like, I got you a fucking Super Bowl. I've never, he never <laughs> went away. Never went anywhere. He was always this guy. It's true. It's true. He is, I mean, he has been an incredible general manager for them and, and everything that he has been able to do. It's been an unbelievable offseason, and we're seeing the Eagles reap the awards now because of it. What do you got next, Mike? All right, my next award is the most impressive or historically impressive feat. Oh, okay. So is, so, it wait, just, so is it just this season? Just this season. Well, okay. I, I guess it's like what they did this season that could also track back to previous seasons. Some competitors for this being Joe Burrow, having the first player ever to have multiple 500-yard, four-touchdown games. Oh. Tyreek Hills averaging 3.82 yards per route run, which would shatter the PFF record for that. He's on pace to break the single-season receiving yards record. But... Yes. The one that is the most historically impressive, that is, to me, absolutely insane, is Derrick Henry having four straight 200-yard games against the Houston Texans. What? Four straight against one team. No way. He had his four straight this season, had done it. Obviously, the only reason he had a down year in 2021 is because he got hurt and didn't get to face the Texans at all. So he didn't get to <laughs> complete that streak. But there has only been seven guys in NFL history to even have four 200-yard games, and he did it four straight times against one team, Derrick Henry. Does he have the most 200-yard games of all time? He does. He is now tied for six, the most of all time. I'm not sure exactly who it's with. I need to go look that up. But Holy smokes. That's – he's not just – Four straight to – Good for now. He's good for – I mean, don't put any corners on the field. I know. He just owns the Texans. Just, put, just put more line – like, pl- just play a goal line defense. Honestly, that's like almost... Just play some sort of 46. That's like you're just begging Derrick Henry to have a massive run then at that point is what he does against those teams that pack the box like that's that. That's unbelievable. Four yeah. straight 200-yard yeah. that, that is... I, I'm flabbergasted here. This is truly the most historically impressive feat. Yeah. This is great. It didn't get talked about enough. You plugged it in. in Holy smokes. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's... You win that one. I'm glad, I'm glad that we got Derrick Henry an award because yeah. I didn't give it to him for a one-man army, and he, he clearly could have won it for a one-man army, army. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to give a shout-out to Damian Pierce. My next award, this is called the Thick and Rich Award, okay? This is a offensive lineman award because I wanted to have a big boy award, so I'm going to go with an offensive lineman who is obviously thick. He plays on the O-line and also is about to be rich because payday is coming soon, and that goes to one Andrew Thomas, mm. the left tackle for well the done. New York Giants, who a lot of people really liked in the draft when he was coming out in 2020, but it did not start off great for his NFL career. He got it off to a very slow start this year. Completely different story. He's got two more years left in his contract this year and next year, but I can already feel an extension brewing for him potentially this offseason because of how well he is playing. Overall grade, 90.0, which is the second highest grade for an offensive lineman, 84.2 pass blocking grade, which is top 10. 90 run blocking grade, which is third. I actually think those should be flipped. So I think I put those in wrong. He's got a, I think he's got a 
5.0 pass blocking grade, which you love to see. That was a big strength of his coming out of Georgia, how quick the feet were, how well balanced he was. And you're just now seeing that against NFL rushers, which is beautiful. One sack allowed, only 10 pressures. My guy has been an absolute wall this season. Playing so well for the New York Giants. So many things going well for the New York Giants, but Andrew Thomas is at the center of all of it. How well he has been playing has definitely helped not just the left side of that offensive line, but the entire offensive line in general, whether they're running the ball, which they do a lot, or even when they're passing the ball as well, you can see the pass blocking grades up there too. So Andrew Thomas, the winner of the Thick and Rich Award. He's thick now. He's going to be rich soon. I mean, he's, let's, let's be real. He's making millions of dollars anyway, so he's rich yeah. already. But going to be even richer because of how well he is playing yeah. this season. He's, he's been fantastic. I mean, that's why you don't, you know, offensive linemen, we say, you know, a lot of the rookies that have maybe been struggling this year, don't know, there's no pan, don't hit the panic button. You're, you're two, you're three. If you're not seeing improvement, by all means, then do so. But you're one. I don't care how good your, your high, how your, how, yeah, was, how high your ceiling can there be. There it is, there it is, there it is. You may not show it your one. Oh, we gotta before you get to yours. Just had a couple. William shouted out Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey also mm-hmm. thick and will a little too far away from getting the rich. But rich. Well, so Cole Cole so. shouted out Christian Darrisaw as well. Who good shout out Christian Darrisaw yes. having a really good year. Again, he's a little bit far away from uh, being rich, but thick and and playing great, which yeah. which we love to see. Who's your next one? My next one is the most prematurely written off award. Mm. Okay, number of guys. Obviously, Geno Smith could have even qualified for this one. Himself, yeah. Justin Houston. Could have been. Prematurely written off. Justin Fields, by myself, maybe prematurely written uh, off. If we did yeah. this at the end of the season, maybe the Green Bay Packers could be prematurely written off here. Uh, but uh, probably not. The winner of this award is none other than Vikings defensive end Zadarius Smith. Ah, <laughs> there it is. 30 years old, coming off a back injury, got what is essentially a two-year $19 million deal from the Minnesota Vikings. Two years $19 million for an edge defender. Might as well be a backup in today's NFL. The top guys, T.J. Wattsmick at $28 million a year. Joey Bosa, $27 million a year. The Chargers just traded a second-round pick last year for Cleo Mack to then pay him $23 million a year to have him have half as many pressures as Darius Smith this year, the league leader with 46 pressures so far through nine weeks of the NFL season. Darius Smith is back, he is healthy, and he is utterly dominant. Hats off to Darius Smith for not being written off anymore. Not being bad. Not being bad, not staying down, getting back up. The Dwayne Wade commercial, whatever it is, like mm-hmm. fall down eight times, get up nine. You know, that's yeah. where that's where we are right now. We got a lot of different names in the chat for this one. Um, Juan said Elijah Vera Tucker, or maybe was that for the last one? That might have been for the for the last one because I wouldn't think that's ABT. I mean, ABT I thought was playing well. Peter said Josh Allen in all caps, and then it seems to be miffed that this one didn't go to Josh Allen. I feel like this award would have gone to Josh Allen last year, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was when he was when he was starting yeah, to break down. So yes. we were already there with Josh Allen. We didn't we didn't think that that was going to be the case. Quell's begging for Jalen Hurts to get one of these awards. Could have been Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. That could have been one. I mean, he's the last played, year though, right? It would have been because he he did play. Yeah, he played, he played better last year. year. I mean, he's obviously taking his game up to mm-hmm. another level, but I think everybody had faith in Jalen Hurts at yeah. least to a certain extent going into this year. So I didn't think it was bad. People genuinely thought that Zadarius Smith was like done. Done. Was exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's. Uh, I I think that this is is Darius Smith still a little bit more. Uh, 
little bit more deserving than some of these other guys, but just wanted to uh, shout out the chat, clear this up. All right, the very last one, last one I have here, it's called the Cheat Code Award. Uh, we've all played video games before. We all, you know, when we played N64, when we played PlayStation 2, whatever it was, we all went online, we went up and looked up the cheat codes to make sure that we could input them in and then beat our friends no matter what it was, or just absolutely destroy the computer. This is doing something that is absolutely unfair, and Tyreek Hill is absolutely unfair. You mentioned yards per route run, he's about to shatter the PFF record. He's got an overall grade right now of 92.3, which is number one in the NFL. All players, number one. On pace for 143 receptions and over 2,000 receiving yards to break the league record. This is the part that's such cheat code for me. He's getting 6.7 yards of cushion at the snap, and yet still has 3.7 yards of separation at the catch that he's averaging so far this season. Those are via next-gen stats. That's nuts to me. There is so much respect for Tyreek Hill and what he can do and his speed, and yet it doesn't matter. Defenses are trying to align themselves in so many different positions to where they don't get beat one way or the other, and they always do. 94.1 versus single coverage. That's his receiving grade there. That's actually tied with A.J. Brown. They have the same one, so it should be a little team in front of them the first, but still, it's just insane. Unbelievably elite grades, unbelievably elite production and output here from Tyreek Hill. He is a true cheat code, and getting him on an offense which you've praised Tua before for his accuracy and being able to deliver the ball where he needs to in an offense with Mike McDaniel, my goodness, there is not a bigger cheat code in the league right now than Tyreek Hill. Yes, and it's been since what 2018 since the the breakout years 2017 i think it actually was with alex smith i mean he turned alex smith into a good deep passer that one season so yeah tyreek there's no one as fast as him in his routes and then there's no one that stops as fast as he does which is a very underrated thing when scouting like speed not underrated but like that's when you're scouting speed wide receivers that might be more important than your top speed is how quickly can you stop because if you have to telegraph every time you're coming to a stop well, you're not going to be able to run half the routes in the playbook. Tyreek Hill, though, doesn't matter the route. You can get them. Uh, some other shout-outs. Daniel, Chad Champ, shout out Lamar. Lamar is definitely a cheat code. Well, I think, mm-hmm. I think Lamar is definitely a cheat code. That's a good shout-out there. Um, people also were saying Mahomes. Mahomes was up there for this award. When I was thinking of this final award, I was trying to think of the player who. Basically, a way to say MVP without saying those words because we just gravitate too much towards quarterback because yeah. of the value of the position. So I just wanted to give it to an overall. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, absolute cheat code. Lamar Jackson as well. But Tyreek Hill, man, just taking it to an absolute um, an absolute another level. Is it trivia time? Trivia time. I think it's I think it's trivia time here. Let's see if did I miss anything in the chat before we head to trivia. Give the guys a couple seconds to get set up. Ooh, Matthew giving it to Quinn Williams. I don't think Quinn Williams is a cheat code yet. But, you know, we're getting there. You're getting, you're, you're getting there. Talk more Dash said, Trevor's worn two shirts that I own two days in a row. Oh, nice. Shout out Target. Shout out Target. Great place to get some shirts. Cheap, dependable, fashionable, statements. Dripper skip, clearly. <laughs> He's dripping. All right, let's get to it. Let's do trivia. Let's get into it. I'm going to say that the record is two wins on the desk. Two wins for the chat. This is it right here. Winner today is in sole possession of first place for trivia on the year. Quinn, what are do we have different categories this week? What do we got for Are You Smarter Than a PFF grade? Yep, so same as it has been. Offensive okay. round, defensive round, ancient history, name that team. And then we have a tiebreaker similar to last week where it's a number 
You guys have to guess the number. And so we changed, closest. we changed the tiebreaker. Oh, yeah, he went here. Explain yeah. it. So it's, yeah, we, uh, instead, it'll be 10 questions, and then if we need an 11th question to break a tie, it is we're picking a number, and it's the closest Just to, to yeah. that number that is yeah. actually going to get the point. Cool. So, uh, all right, if you guys in the chat are ready to go, we are ready to go here on the desk. Stone, ease up on the hints for the chat. Closing the laptops. Closing the laptops. You got to close the laptop. Close. Do it. First question. What do All we right. Got? First question. Offensive round. All right. Which player leads the NFL in rushes of 25 plus yards? Is it Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley, Travis Etienne, or Nick Chubb? First thoughts, Nick Chubb. Yeah, I mean Chubb's just like always, right? He's got and, I, and I and I looked this I, I looked runs. this up last night. He's he's got a ton of explosive runs, but explosive runs are only ten, 10. so it's not necessarily twenty five. And Saquon's got two. I don't think he has six. I, I would Etn would be my second guess. Right, Etn would also be my second guess. Pollard, I, I has not played enough. He hasn't played. I think he's got. He a, does have like three though. Yeah, I know. I think I think he just, has three or four. But yeah. I'd be if he had six. I'd be if he has six. We need to hand write a letter to Jerry Jones ourselves, <laughs> just saying cut Zeke, just cut him. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's one of those where it could not be Chubb, but I'd feel so dumb if we guess someone else and then Chubb's not the answer. I know, you but Etienne is. I mean, he's had like f at least four that I'm can think of. Off the I top know, of I know, I know, I know. Eli put Eli put Etienne on the on the front there. Well, he had Barkley first, and then Etienne. He's just he's throwing a bunch of names. Oh, did he have Barkley yeah. first? Oh, I didn't see it. I think we should go Nick Chubb. Here. I think we should go Nick Chubb. As well. All right, we're gonna go Nick Chubb. We're gonna. Was go the Nick chat Chubb. bestowed upon us? Hey, yo. Let's go. Let's go with uh, Nick Chubb here yep. for this one. You guys are going Chubb. Yep. Chat's going Etienne. Okay. Oh. And the chat is out to an early one. Oh, oh it was Etienne. All this at five, so close. Wow, Tony Pollard. The thing that stands out to me the most here that is that Pollard's got five. Yeah, that's wild. Ah, uh, Etienne. Play the man. We Etienne is. I mean, he's having an incredible stretch. But yep. I thought that it was going to be Nick Chubb. All right, chat's off to a one-zero lead. Okay. All right. Behind All right. the eight ball. Don't love it. Don't love it. Next question. Yep. Who leads the NFL in turnover-worthy plays? Is it Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, Josh Allen, or Patrick Mahomes? Dude, you know who it could be. I, yeah, one of the four. That's yeah. What, that's what it could be. Could be Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one that I don't have a good grip on here is Kyler. Okay, yeah, I, I don't either, man. I, I can't I can't tell you I have not looked at a Kyler stat in couple of weeks now i would like either c or b and i honestly think it's c i think it's week. i think it might be c he just was you can make an argument that kyler hasn't looked at a kyler stat in a couple weeks yeah i mean look Since kyler's just every, every single every single game that goes on kyler just is like now nah, we're burning the yeah. tape we're well, moving on at his kill desperate Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. A little call of duty callback right there. Had to get one in for the week. 17. I'm I think I'm gonna go with Josh. Yeah, it just it's he has Fields would be such an insane rate just because they don't drop back to pass. Right, they don't pass that much. So is Fields that bad? 
No. Let's no. go Josh. Josh Let's go. We're going to see, Josh, see Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah, yeah. We'll go Josh. Chat's going Josh Allen as well. Okay. And it is Josh Allen. There we go. All right. Okay. All right. He had a couple. One to one. Last one two one. weeks. He had like six last week. One to one. No, bad. Yeah. Eli put Eli put Mahomes on the topic bar. Just a just an absolute weak move yeah. right there. Just a, that's not his best effort. All right. What's the next question? All right. Two one chat. Question number three: Who has the most catches without a drop this season? Is it Tyler Boyd, Drake London, George Kittle, or Adam Thielen? PFF tweets this stat out probably every week from the main account. Just who's dropping this offense? <laughs> Who drops this offense? <laughs> um, fuck, man. Um, I really don't. Know. I thought it was Drake London for a little bit. Okay, but I think he, I think he uh-huh. did drop a pass. He fumbled one. Yeah, but obviously that doesn't pass. count as drop. Yeah, I think he dropped the pass. It was the most. Wait. Who's the most catches without a drop? Yeah. Drake London's got to have more than 38 catches. Does he? Yeah. They just don't pass. We're halfway through the season. They? No, I guess that checks out. Hmm. I guess 38 checks out. I got no handle. Your, your call if you think London dropped one. I'm sure where I How go. many games did Kittle miss? That's the other one for me. How many games did Kittle miss? Kittle doesn't feel like he has 38 catches. That's the, because that's the thing. Is like I think I would want to vote for George Kittle, but I don't know if George Kittle has 38 receptions. Mm-hmm. I could see it being Kittle. I think it's Kittle or London. That's okay. what I think. You but might. also, Tyler Boyd's in there. Bengals, Bengals boys are behind the glass. Would we think it's Boyd? I think we should. I think we should guess Tyler Boyd. Think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think we should guess Tyler Boyd. If you have a, if you have a strong feeling one way or the other. For some other, reason, I feel like it's Kittle now, but I feel like I saw a tweet about it. You think? But I don't. But does he have 38 catches? But I don't know if he has 38 catches. I mean, that's not that many catches. How many games did he miss? Ah, I don't know. I should know. I don't. All right. What do you want to go with? Tyler Boyd. Okay, let's do it. All right, let's go Tyler Boyd. Chat's going London. Okay. You guys are going Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Which was a good guess, but it's actually Adam Thielen. Oh, <laughs> no. There's yeah. no. I said at the very Boyd beginning. Boyd has 37. I was like, there's no way it's oh. Adam Thielen. Oh, Boyd's got 37. Who's Campbell? Who's Campbell? <laughs> uh, who knows? Who's Campbell? <laughs> you had 28. We make, so many, we make so many graphics. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I was so close like to Tyler Boyd. Damn. Well done. All right. Well thought through. All right. Two to one. Chat's still up. Two Chat's to one. Uh, question four. I would have I never guessed the other. I would have never guessed the other. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So this is the defensive round. Yep. Who's the highest graded corner in single coverage this season? Is it Jair, Sauce Gardner, Pat Sertan, two, or Darius Slay? Oof. These are good players. Single coverage eliminates the Justin Jefferson game at the beginning of the season for Jair. I'll give you a hint. You have to be a good player if you're going to be 
the highest graded in single coverage. Mm, it's true. So, Thank you. It's true. It's true. That's no, that's a good hint. Keep that that's a good hint. That, that's, that, a good hint. that's a good hint. Uh, that's the chat's hint as well. So you guys can't give uh, you can't give the chat another hint because that was a mutual hint. All right. Sertan's if they were Matt off. Patricia, that would eliminate Darius. Uh, I think Sertan's been awesome, but I don't think his grade's that high. Right? Um, yeah. I know I know it's not Jair Alexander. Yeah. He had a bad game against uh, Scary Terry. Yeah. When he was singled up. I think it's Slayer Sauce. Yeah. I, I just don't remember Sertan's grade being that high whereas slay and sauce like have good coverage grades overall so i feel like you can yeah um your thoughts slay's on the graphic there it's Darius slay okay all right Darius slay we're going Darius slay here chat's going slay as well okay it is indeed Darius slay there we go d for Darius. three to two three to two did you know that for yeah, sure? Oh, man, okay. That's why I was trying to just not say anything. Yeah, no, that's good. It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. You got to throw him off. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Darius Slay, three to two. Chat's still up. All right, three to two, question number five. Yep. Who leads all interior defensive linemen with 35 total pressures? Chris Jones, Javon Hargrave, Quinnen Williams, or Jonathan Allen? Hargrave's been good. Yeah. Chris Jones, obviously a monster. Quinnen's been good. And then John Allen's just – John Allen's the wild card. John Allen's the Adam Thielen here. Yeah. That they I, threw I, in that might be right. God, I love John Allen. I'd love to come to Alabama. I can't believe he started as slow as he did. No, he's DTs. No, he's tough, good now. Tough to adjust. Oh, yeah, he's been fantastic. Yeah, he's um, I don't really have a handle. I would lean A, C, a or C. Quinnen's been really good. I wouldn't hate the Quinnen pick. And that D line just like racks up pressures. I know. Like, I think he had like five against five or six against Buffalo again. Like he was Uh, watching against the Packers a few weeks ago. It's been hot of late. I know. I think it's Quinnen. All right. Let's get on. Let's go, Quinn. Quinny. All right, we'll go Quinn and Williams. We'll go Quinn and Williams. Chat's going Quinn and two. Mm-hmm. You guys both guessed right. It's Quinn and go. All right. Didn't one of you guys do this NBC video? Because I knew this like when I was typing it in. I, I, I knew he had 35 pressures because I, I did that video. and I, I don't, thought one I don't think I did the Jets. Did I do the Jets? No, I've been just doing Maybe it videos anyway. Did I do the Jets? I might have, I might have done the Jets. Either way, you got it right. I so. can't remember what I had for breakfast. Three to, four to three, the chat is still up here. Yep, Stress four to three, question six. Yeah. Uh, this is the ancient history category now. Okay. Which team has the most rushing touchdowns since 2019? This is the Ravens, the Eagles, the Browns, or the Titans? Why is why is ancient aliens over there? <laughs> yes. Why is Aaron Rodgers the topic bar? Can Wait, we, what did they? Get can, we get the, can we get the teams? Yeah, can we get the teams? Oh, t- rushing toddies. Oh man, these are the four, aren't they? Um, these are the four. My gut says yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Good. We're on the same page. Okay. Okay, cool. 
You didn't say an answer, but I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm agreeing with you to put good energy out there into the world. Topic bars, Lamar. Interesting. Last two topic bars have been correct. Interesting. Ravens do run a lot. Yeah. But when you really think about it, Eagles also run a lot. Eagles do run a lot. Eagles do run a lot. But then you got to think about the Browns. Who, who run. The Browns run a lot. And then, they also run. you know, if you... Take a little road trip down from Cleveland, not too far down. You get down to Nashville, and that's where the Titans are. And lo and behold, they run a lot. Yes. Yeah. So this is, you know, it's just a, just a really, uh, really tough. All right, who is it? I think it's Baltimore. Right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I think it's Baltimore. I think that's just the, the correct guess here. Um, I don't think it's the Eagles. Although the Ravens, 2018 was. Lamar's MVP was 2019. So if that inc- is since 2019, including 2019, does this include 2019? 80. Yeah. It yes. It includes yeah, 2019. Yeah, okay. I, um. Yeah. That year, a ton. Um. The only other team I'd say is the Titans, because that was like Tannehill's first right, year and there. Right. Tannehill was rushing a lot. And that was like Henry's first year of leading the NFL in rushing. And Tannehill himself had a good number of rushing touchdowns. So I'd say it's one of those two. I'd actually want to guess the Titans here. Okay, if you want to go Titans, yeah, I can be sold. All right, we're Titans. going Tennessee Titans. We're going Titans here. All right, you guys are going Titans. Yeah. Chat's going Ravens. Okay. Congratulations, boys. You tied it up. Let's, Let's go! go! That was well Let's thought go, through. baby! That was well thought through. <laughs> Love to see that tied up in the standings. I'm in your head, Eli. I'm in your head. I'm in your head, baby. All right, <laughs> this is four to four. Let's go. All right, uh, yeah, four four. Question seven. Yeah. Yes. Which of these tackles did not allow under a four percent pressure rate over the last five seasons? Not David Bakhtiari, Lane Johnson, Teron Armstead, or Mitchell Schwartz. Which one of these tackles did not allow under a four percent pressure rate over the last five seasons? Five seasons is a lot in football. Damn. That's a good question. I'm not. If it's Lane, then I don't, I, I don't know what to tell you. Five seasons, see, though? See, I could see it being Lane. Here's why. Yeah. Um, Lane or Schwartz are my guesses because Armstead played most of those or a lot of those with either Tua, Drew Brees. They're just getting the ball out like lightning quick. He's... Pressure rate is great just point. total passes, great whatever. Point. So great low point. pressure. Whereas Lane Johnson can be awesome. Jalen Hurts back there. Carson Wentz back there. Ooh. Holding the ball forever. Just leads to a higher pressure rate. So Schwartz also because of the Mahomes thing. But usually Mahomes is like backing out of the pocket. And then we don't charge those to tackles. That's obviously going to be on Mahomes. So I think his pressure rate would be about. So it's one of those two, I think. I would, I would guess. I'd lean lane. It's actually really great logic. I'm cool with it. Okay. Let's go lane. Let's go lane Johnson here. I'm go, uh, we're gonna go lane, lane Johnson. Johnson. I'm okay. I'm okay with being wrong here if we are. Final answer. You guys. Oh, wait, 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 wait. oh hold on. We got some last second votes coming in. No, it's bullshit. Oh no. It's BS. That's BS. All right, they're going. Stop Arms. the count. They're going Armstead. Oh, okay. All right, they're going. Armstead. It's lane. 
Bang. Yeah! Perfectly. The that's logic! How you, that's how you play trivia. You Boom. logic. You play the game. Eli. Yeah. Eli. Eli. Eli, we're right here, baby. Mm. We're right here. We're right here. We're setting everything up, baby. We just got a new couch. We got a new TV. It's mounted. We got snacks in the in the in the kitchen, <laughs> brother. We're kicked back and we're chilling right up here. All right, let's go. Five to four. All right, five, four, three questions left. Uh, okay. This last category is name that team. This team is allowing the lowest EPA per play against on defense this season. Is the Cowboys, Broncos, Jets, or the Patriots? Oh this team's this team is allowing the lowest EPA per play against on defense this season. Uh, the Broncos. Mm -hmm. Haven't the Patriots played some shit teams? I want to think it's the Broncos because uh, yeah. they've played in a bunch of low-scoring games. Cowboys have a ton Cowboys of pressures. Cowboys have a lot of sacks, which are obviously like... Jets are obviously EPAs. playing well, too. Hmm. Wait, didn't the Patriots just get blown out by somebody? No, the, the Jets game. They, they won. Who they, this, who's this last sappy? Sappy Mac Jones guy. Right, what that's, that? that's what I'm um, saying. Who they was that? Who did they play? Who did they play? I think that they just didn't do anything for like three quarters. Right, after Zappy, right, like, right. Was the talk of the right. Was Wasn't that a Monday night game or a Thursday night game or something? Prime time. Yeah. Just Sunday or Monday. How come I can't think of who the fuck they played? It's a Baltimore. It's very forgettable game. I don't know. Um. Should we go Broncos? I think the Broncos is a good guess. Okay, it's the New England Patriots. I know what this is. Okay, yeah. all right, New England Patriots. We're going with the New England Patriots. Chat's going with the Jets. Let's go. It's Patriots. Let's go. Woo! Let's go, baby. This ain't a hobby, fellas. <laughs> Check still clears. Check still clears, baby. Uh, all right, we're up two. What is it, six to four? What a comeback. Yeah. What an yeah. absolute comeback. Two questions left. They call us the Kirk Cousins of trivia. Because they've like blanked three teams. Theory. They have a bunch of pick sixes. That's what, that, I, yeah. I thought about last week too, and I'm like, three points against a Colts? I mean, that had to have tanked yes. their EPA per play that they have allowed. All right. Let's do it. Two more. All right. Which team has allowed the most passing touchdowns this season? Chiefs, Commanders, Cardinals, or Steelers? Passing touchdowns this season. I do not have a great handle on this one. Um, my initial thought is either B or C. Has anyone there not had a buy yet? Ooh, I think. Great thought. Steelers have had a buy. Chiefs have had a buy. Cardinals have a buy. Have the Cardinals had a buy? I'm so apathetic about the Cardinals, dude. I just like, can we just get Cliff out of there? They so they had can like carry five in? week one, right? Against the Chiefs, they had to have gotten a nice little cushion there. And it's not like their D's been like. I think it's good. The Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. Steelers is the other one I would like maybe give a shout out to, but they I, they've at least had some good games defensively. So I think it's the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I can. Because you're right. Them. There's that five cushion. 
Yeah. Week one. And so you only need 12 in your next seven games. That's that just feels correct. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go with the Cardinals. We're gonna go with the Cardinals yeah. here. Chat's going with the cards as well. Okay. It's actually the Chiefs. Oh, it is. Yeah. So it is. Wow. Sixteen. I All right, we're right Joe there. Yeah, Damn. Either. Damn, we're right there. Haven't even played Joey B. Mm. Uh, all right, six to four. Last question? Yeah, last okay. question. All right, let's do it. Which team has allowed the fewest sacks this season? Cowboys, Chargers, Jags, or Lions? I really? know this one. You do know this one? I feel good about this one. Okay. Uh, I don't know, no. Okay, well, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. That's fine. I mean, we're up we're up one, so this is free. We're chilling. Yeah. Um, which team has allowed the fewest sacks this season with 11? I, man. Isn't Justin Herbert getting the ball out super quick? Because it's... Oh, I guess we're up by two. I, I, yeah, I think Justin Herbert has just been not taking sacks yeah. this year. Yeah, he, yeah. He's been he really exceptional. Has, he really he's like, not. He's like closing out Peyton Manning levels of... Like just not pressure to sack and mercy. Yeah, just yeah. like never letting that ball, never going down without getting the ball out. I feel like it would it be the Lions. No, just got. Has got I, I don't. Lions I don't know anything good. about the Lions. O line is so, really good. So yeah. I think this is just team total sacks. You know, allowed. I don't think it relates to their offensive line at all. It's just how many sacks mm. have do they have the team basically? So is it the Jags? Hmm. I think it's I think it's the Chargers. I just think Herbert's been tremendous in that regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. I'm trying to I'm trying to stack up as many arguments as I can against <laughs> the Chargers, but I, I I do feel like uh, boy, that is not a flattering pick. Of Herbert's been playing. Well, Cam Robinson. dude, he's bro, he's thick and rich. What do you want? Yeah, he he, he literally, rich, he literally is yeah. already thick and rich. Talking so. about thick and rich. Okay, let's go with the Los Angeles Chargers here for fewest amount of sacks this season. Would you say Justin Herbert is playing scared? Yes. Is he scared? Yeah, hundred percent. Introvert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he won't. Yeah, won't hold on to the ball or uh, won't hold on to the ball for the deep routes. Yeah, he's scared. Yeah, he's not waiting. Well, for that, stuff, that, yeah. that's why they've given up the fewest sacks. Yeah. Yeah. There's the Chargers. There it is. What the check go? There it is. They went Chargers. Chargers. Well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, Congratulations. Final, final score: seven on the desk, five for the chat. Ah, run away. That means the boys are back up top. You love to see it. Mike, your winning percentage. It's, uh, what did hey. we say, Jim Tom Sula? Oh, yeah. Worthy? I'm right below Tom Sula, right above Bill Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a lot of fun. I got to I gotta, I gotta flip the I gotta Yeah, flip we got to go talk some trash. So we, can, so we can talk some trash in the chat. Uh, obviously, appreciate you guys joining in with us. We always love that. We always love a good, uh, oh, they, they said they got six. How did they? Yeah, so they the so like the the chat poll like wasn't done calculating for the Lane Johnson question, uh-huh. and they said they got Lane Johnson, but it doesn't matter. So they lost. So they lost anyways. So they lost anyways. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, you I know mean, what? Good that you knew the answer. Hey, but you know what? Guess lost. guess what, chat? We'll give it to you. Yeah. We'll be nice. Go ahead. We'll give you that one. Still mm. a dub. Yeah. Still a dub. Still Good job. We're on top know. here, baby. Three wins on the set. Two wins for you guys out there. Uh, we enjoy this. This is a lot of fun for us every single week. Hopefully, it's fun for you guys as well. Get a little friendly competition between us and you guys. It's like uh, in a baseball game when they go back and they change like an error to a hit. 
Yeah, which right. Is still lost. Right, yeah. right. That's a, yeah. It's like that's, it's nice in the stack column. But. <laughs> right. So hey, at least you know the margin for defeat looks a lot better, which yeah. is nice. You know, you can pat yourself on the back and go to no sleep. No moral victories. A little bit league, better though. tonight, but y'all know. Look, just got to be fuel for next week. Fuel for next week. Come back. See if you can take the title for us. Even it up on the season, Mike. Let's talk about Panthers Falcons. Let's give the people some bets to get out of here with. We got the spread, which is Atlanta as a road team favored by two and a half. Over-under, which is 42.5. Not a lot of points there. And then we're going to get a prop bet for you. So what do you got here this week? Yeah, let me go Falcons. I've just moved up to my three there. I'm still taking it at that. They're just – they can consistently move the ball. They've done a lot this year uh, on a lot of different teams. Panthers, obviously, last week looked hapless. So give me them. Give me the over 42.5 because the Falcons' defense still kind of stinks. And so I do think the Panthers can still move. So you think it's over? I'm going over 42 and a half. Ooh, look at that little mismatch craft. And my prop is Marks Mariota over 158 and a half passing yardage. No, he's not going to be able to do that. He didn't do that. No, Panthers defense is still good. I don't know if I agree with you on that one. I know it's an A. I know we have that one. It's an A there. I don't know if I love that one. Uh, you, what we're looking at, what we're talking about, obviously, is the PFF app. Go to the App Store. If you have an Apple device, type in Pro Football Focus or PFF, and you'll be able to find it. You can get all the cool betting dashboard stuff right in the palm of your hand. You can see exactly what we're talking about here, all the bets that we really like. I'm with you. I think Falcons covering the spread is definitely the way to go on this one. I'll go I'll go over. I think I said I was going over. That sounds correct. No, I'm going under. Wow. I said under on 42 and a half. Man, I think it's going to be a stinker. Yikes. That'll be fun. Yikes. I'll watch it all. Prop bet, though, Cordero Patterson over six and a half receiving yards. That was it? That's it? That's it? Bet it. It's free money. It's free money. You better you better believe it. I'm going to bet it. What a barn burner this is going to be. All right. Appreciate uh, appreciate everybody watching the show. Do we have a – Quinn, do we have a – well, actually, before we get to chat, Champ, um, answer the question. How many wide receivers have more receiving yards than DJ Moore on the season? Just since 2018, only counting the regular season. What do we want to go with? 11? 12? Yeah, I'll say I'll say eleven. Okay, like 11. we'll both go eleven. We'll go. We'll go unified here on the desk. You know, we want trivia. We want to keep the camaraderie alive. We'll go eleven. Eleven, 11 receivers. Yes. It's eight. Oh, it is really? Eight. Yeah. We named them all. Adam, Adams, Hill, Diggs, Kelsey, Cup, Evans, Hopkins, Lockett, DJ Moore. Oh, is Lockett? We named them all. And then we're like, we ah, there's got to be a few more out there. Yeah, there we're, we're not. We did. The, Cooper was not in there, right? Oh yeah, so Mari Cooper, Cooper was not in there. But Lockett was. So Lockett Mari was. Cooper is just after DJ Moore. Okay. Yeah. And then Keenan wow. Allen, Chris Godwin, Julio. Oh, okay. Good trivia. Question. All right, that was a great trivia question. Yeah. That was good stuff. All right, man, eight. I do love that we like named them, and then we're like, ah, there's a few more. Zach hit eight. That's it. Yeah. Oh damn. He goes very surprised as well. Phillips surprised. Do we have a chat champ on the day? Yeah, you just said it, Zach. Zach Pearson. Congratulations, Zach. There you go, Zach. Hell yeah, baby. Nailing the question on the dot. Obviously, was there for for trivia as well. Zach, you know what that means. You got the crown for the next 24 hours, and those 24 hours include Friday's show. We got one more show that we got for you guys this weekend. Of course, it's going to be the same time, same place. I am Trevor Sykema. That is Mike Renner for everybody in the production portal as well. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thanks for hanging out with us, doing some trivia with us. It's always a good time. We'll see you right here one more time this week, 11 a.m. for It's Just Football. See you guys then. It's not about politics. It's about football. This is a simple game. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to pass the ball. He's just going to play football, really.
How good of a football player are you? I just get it and try to spin it. That's all. I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year. 